Live, episode 102, fresh off a Kings win. We missed last Weird. night because it was a really bad Kings loss, and we weren't ready for that. So we uh, we took the night off. We regrouped. Had we had a full night of sleep, unlike the Kings, who apparently couldn't get a flight last night and uh, had to come out this morning to San Antonio. Big win over one of the teams ahead of them, but they're still way, 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 way back. I think you and I right now are on tank gate, so we kind of wanted the Kings to lose tonight, but they went ahead and won by two tonight against – no, ended up winning by three, I believe it was, against the Spurs tonight. So Yeah, we're on tank watch. So we were hoping for a loss, and of course the Kings decided to win because there's nothing more Sacramento Kingsy than to be the 11 seed, and that's what we're going to end up being. We're end up going to get a terrible, terrible draft pick like we always do, and – Oh, We're not going to get any better. And I get to be on both sides of this pod. And that's you, what I'm talking you're about. You're very articulate on the other <laughs> audio that came through. That was yeah, perfect. Yeah, not in this one, though. Mm-hmm. So Kings win by three tonight. They go ahead and put themselves in that weird little 13 seed I think we're at right now. That puts not us great. in the 13 seed. But Troy... Can the Kings make it to the 11th seed, as is tradition? They're currently two and a half back of the Blazers, three and a half back of the Pelicans at the 10. I don't think they can get to the 10. I, I think, think we can definitely can get, get to, the, to 11. the 11. Yeah. I think we can jump the Spurs. I definitely think that we can jump the Blazers because I don't think the Blazers are very good. So it's kind of where we're at. Kings in that favorite spot that they like to be in. They're going to go ahead and get the sixth or seventh pick maybe the fourth if they got really lucky so we're rooting for kings to lose down the stretch but of course they find ways to win son of a beasting they always find a way so last night they got absolutely boat race like we talked about probably the biggest game of the year if you looked at the schedule a team you needed to catch and the pelicans and just didn't even really show up all right, current Kings odds for the draft lottery. Are you ready for Ooh, some percentages? That's trip? what we need to be talking this about. This is what we're talking about. We're not going to talk about the Kings, who uh, cannot play defense for anything. Although tonight, I guess the Spurs, they're just missing shots. Is that, is that what happened? They were up big. I turned around for like two minutes, and then they were losing again, and then they had to go on like an 11-3 to run to take the lead at the end, and then they almost choked it away at the end. So I don't really want to yeah. watch the Kings that much. Yeah, up 13 currently. at half and then had to stave off a last-minute shot that could have tied it. So not ideal. Not ideal. All right, Jay, current Kings draft odds. We're going to start with worst-case scenario. So they are currently the sixth-worst record in the NBA. Beating San Antonio actually hurt them, although it's getting they're getting closer. So we're still behind San Antonio, so sixth. The worst we can do is 10th, mm, which is okay. a 0. 0.2 Definitely. chance of getting 10th. That's the worst they could do. Ninth seed, 3.7% chance of being the ninth seed. Oh, we're 10th seed anyways. That's hard to lock. Eighth seed, 20.6. That seems like something the Kings would do. Six best odds and they get eighth. Seventh seed is the best odds that you can get in the sixth seed, which is 29.7% chance. Yeah, that's usually where they draft. They draft anywhere from four to eight every year, and they never really 
Actually, the last two draft picks haven't been terrible. So, the uh, six seed, eight point six percent. They have no opportunity to be the fifth seed because when you move up, you can only move into the into the top four. When you're what's our one seed chance? That's what all I want to know. What's our one seed nine percent chance of getting the number one overall pick? Can we send the Cavs owner's son? That's all I want to know. It's can the Kings find a way to send? Who have the, the Kings Cavs sent? Owner? Well, they sent Vladi, and Vladi was there for Bagley. So let's Don't not send do Vlade. that again. I say you just send Slampson, Slampson and G Wall, Slampson, or maybe Tyrese Halliburton could come. Yeah, that'd be nice. He'd probably accept it. He'd accept it. He probably Fox won't go. Fox will be in the gym. Yeah, so all the top fours are all some percentage of all. They're all about nine percent. So about thirty-six percent chance of being in the top four. Sixty-four-ish percent chance of being uh, six through ten. Yeah, you know, Kings have never really gotten that lucky end of the draft anytime that they've gotten picks. Um, they did have the two seat, two pick one year, and we really did well on that. So maybe we should be happier in the six to ten range. We can maybe get someone or gosh, I don't even know what the answer is for the Kings. And obviously the Kings don't know the answer to the Kings either. So that's where we're at. So again, if you guys just joining us, Spider Special Podcast, Kings with the three-point victory tonight. Next week, if you guys want to go ahead and mark your calendars, we're going to try to jump on twice and do two watch parties. As the season ends, or getting close to the end, we only have so many games left, so we're going to try to jump on as many home games as we can. Being out on the West Coast, it's hard when they're on the road to do any live parties because we got to get the kids down. So join us tentatively Monday and Wednesday night, we'll be jumping on doing Kings watch parties. So book it, put it on your tab. Jackpot. All right, Trey, we're going to play an impromptu game of who did the Kings draft in the first round that year? Oh, I love it. Let's play it. Let's see if anyone far, in the, let's see anyone in the chat go. wants to jump in, jump in the chat. If you know the answer to one of these, the year is 2020, 2020, last year. Okay. We'll give you an easy one. Last year? Oh, no, 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 two years ago. So we'll no, see 2021. Right. 2021. Hallie? No, 2021. No, Mitchell. Mitchell, Mitchell. sorry. And then Hallie. is Hallie. Who was our first-round draft pick in 2019? Wasn't it like Georgia Papa's soup, I guess? No, we didn't have a first-round draft pick in 2019. I believe we traded it to dump some salary in a bad Vladi trade. What about Georgia Papa Dublis? Was he'll, he a... he'll be here. 2018. Okay. Gosh, was that Ben McLemore or is that back further? No, 2018. This is They had the second pick in the draft. Oh, Bagley. 2017, they had the I... fifth overall pick in the draft. He is currently on the team and the team's leading scorer. Oh, Fox. 
That was a good pick, I'd say. Can you name the <laughs> other person that we drafted in the first round that year? Georgia Papasophilus. I guess he would have to be that year. Let me scroll back. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think they traded down, but they drafted Zach Collins. I'm just looking at the the list here. All right, 2016, eighth overall pick out of the University of Washington. I believe they traded him. And Troy is now gone from the Zoom. All right. Great call. Let me see if I can guess who it was. Troy uh, muted himself and turned off his video, so this is this is going great. Yeah. There he yeah. is. He's back. Good old Troy with technology. This I is a tried great to... podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> tried to get something off the screen. I forgot that the laptop was a touch screen. It kicked me out. So <laughs> right, pulling Troy, back the curtain. I like it though. 2016 eighth overall pick out of the University of Washington. Hmm. Wasn't that that wasn't Isaiah Thomas? That was way before that. But he did go to Washington. Oh, is that one guy? Tom? What was his name? I can picture him, but I can't think of his name. Marquise Chris. Troy. Marquise Chris. I believe <laughs> they traded him as well. Yeah. 2015, sixth overall pick out of the University of Kentucky. That wasn't Cousins, was it? Because Cousins wasn't six. He was fourth, I thought. Oh, that's way back. Ben McLemore. I don't think he was Kentucky, though. Six overall out of Kentucky, playing center. I mentioned him George... on last week's podcast. Thomas or something like that. He currently plays for the Mavericks. I'm going to pass on this one. His nickname is True. Willie Colley dying yes we i can't i didn't think he seems older than that well he's not the kings just uh drafted him and he's just kind of there 2014 eighth overall pick another lottery pick university of michigan he may have Georgia just signed with the celtics tonight oh nick stauskas i didn't know Stauskas. i forgot he went to michigan 2013 Seventh overall pick, another lottery pick. University of Kansas, aka the ben, pizza guy. Ben Mac. It just shows how bad a that stretch of first round picks we had. None of them really became anything. And it's one of those things the Kings are bad with drafting, slash they're bad with, you know, developing players too, is the issue. It's both, yeah. 2012 fifth overall pick. That's Cousins. University of Kansas. He that was, was that other one power pick forward before Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's that one power forward guy. Thomas Robinson, aka not in the league anymore. Jared, thanks for joining us on the stream. Maybe you can join us in a game of who did the Kings draft in the first round this year? We're going to move on to 2011. I believe this pick was traded. 
seventh overall pick. Bismack Biombo, I do not believe was no, a king. No, he did not. He must have he been traded. Play for the Kings. That was the year we got Isaiah Thomas in the with the sixtieth pick. So we, we had a good pick in there. I guess. 2010 fifth overall pick out of Kentucky. That had to have been Cousins. That's Boogie. 2010. I was at Arco. So one thing, Arco, they're tearing it down pretty soon here. And they're having a big thing for it coming up. So they're no longer going to be using Arco Arena out there in Natomas. I'm not sure what they're going to put. I didn't read the hospital. whole article because that's not. They're putting they're a hospital tear there. I think they're tearing it down and putting a hospital there. I heard they were tearing it down because they were using it for some like some sort of hospital services, but like it's old, so they probably just want something new. Do you want to keep going? How far do you think you no, can go? No, I don't think I go any further. I know I'm going to say Jason Thompson for the rest of them. So. All right, I'm just going to read you some names here, Troy. Tyreek Evans, not, not okay. the worst pick. No. Omri Caspi. Jason Thompson, Spencer Haas, Quincy Doobie, Francisco Garcia, Kevin Martin, Dan Dickow. Kevin Martin's not bad. That wasn't Francisco bad. Francisco Garcia. Then we had, here's a stretch for you. Gerald Wallace, Hedo, Jay Will, Tariq Abdul-Rahid, Peja. That's why you get, Corliss, that's why you get. Brian Grant, Bobby Hurley. That's, that's why you get stretch. good. Yeah. That's why you get good. You have homegrown talent, and then you also make good free agent trades. And But we just can't make a good pick. We have the last two years, which is good trending forward. Yep. Two good drafts in a row, but a lot of bad ones in a row before that. You cannot miss that many top ten picks if you're going to be bad. And if you do, you're continually going to be bad like we've been, and that's the issue. Player development and drafting guys that aren't good. So new GM, <laughs> hopefully he can right the ship and we're not tanking for nothing. Kings need some big league talent. They got to hit a home run, not just like a not like a double. No bunts. Yeah, no ground rule doubles. Halliburton was a good pick, but we need home runs. We need uh, we need all NBA guys, not yeah, fringe even... all stars. Not they got to be better even than Fox. Yeah, Fox is maybe top like forty. A, he's a B plus. No, he's a B. He's oh, the third okay. best guy That's, on a good team. Yeah, but he's the best player that the Kings have seen in a very long time because we're trash. Correct. <laughs> Correct, because they drafted Thomas Robinson and Bagley and Trill. Just gets worse and worse. Ugh, a lot of dumpster fire. Any other thoughts on the Kings, Troy? Not right now. I think, like you said, they're probably going to win a lot of games they shouldn't, and then they're going to end up being the 11 seed. So if you're just joining us, we'll probably be doing game watches on Monday and Wednesday. The Knicks, I can't remember who it is on Wednesday, but the Knicks will be a 7.30 start, so we'll actually get to watch most of the game here on the Spivey Special Podcast. So two games at home next week, so should be exciting. Yeah, nice to get not one. too, some ones not too many in like a decent left. time zone for us. 
especially with some good matchups. I think they could beat the Knicks. Maybe not. I think they can. They shouldn't. They can beat anyone, and they can lose to anyone. That's why you're the 11 seed. Yeah, they got a they got a pretty rough strike. Hey, Locust here. Locust in the house. Just a that brutal, a brutal stretch for the Kings. Mavericks. Now, Knicks is winnable. Then it's Nuggets, Jazz, Bulls, Bucks, Celtics, Suns. Oh, Pacers. That'll be a fun game. At home or no, in Indiana? In Indiana. And Orlando. Good for some bonus. That's another winnable game. Yeah, but all these other ones we're not going to win. Heat and then the Rockets to end March. We can beat the Rockets. There's a few games in there that they could win. Now they will you not can win. You cuss it out, please. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right, I'm tired of talking about the Kings. They are um, killing my vibe right now. Trey, you want to talk a little NBA? Just in general. In general, yep. What's happening? Oh, I switched the screen. It didn't go well. We'll keep it, <laughs> we'll keep it where we are. Give us a little update, Troy. I hear that the MLB is officially canceling some games this season. Are they it's close? Good. They keep saying that they're close. They keep saying, oh, we're going to have another meeting later in the day so we can get it. But it really isn't that close. It's one of those things where... I think the MLB wants more teams in the playoffs and I don't think the players really do. And it's all a money grab and it'll be interesting to see if they can agree on something because, you know, a lot of these contracts are five years and it's not just for the players playing right now, but for the players coming up here pretty soon. So we'll see. I think also there's talks of a possible salary cap cap and all of this other stuff, no more luxury tax where you can pay for the, Basically pay for the roof, so that's what we'll the, see. That's what the league needs. Yeah. The players won't agree to it. No, absolutely not. So I think they're pretty far away. They've already canceled the first two series for every team in the MLB. I mean, the shortened season doesn't really mean much until you get to under 100 games, I would say. So even if it's 100 games, that's plenty enough to figure out who the best teams in the league are. Yeah. Did you see Jock Peterson's tweet about where they're at right now? Yeah, didn't he say everyone gets like a participation trophy? Yeah, he trophy. said official. We'll play 162 games, seven innings Seven each. innings. 32 yeah, teams that. make the playoffs, and everyone gets a participation trophy. <laughs> the, plant, the, the players are so mad right now. It's, it's usually kind of- not like this where like the consensus is with the players. Usually we side with the league for whatever reason. But I I liked actually the way that the playoff system looked with six teams again. It's just one extra team that they added for the one that I saw. Yeah. So basically, it'd be two teams get a buy, and then the instead of the play-in game, the two teams get the buy. But it's hard in baseball to give a buy because that's a week. That's a fully rested rotation. That's totally worth it to go for it at least, right? Yeah, it's one of those tough things because then what do you do? Do you do the bye and then you go 7-7 seven, seven World Series? I guess it's pretty similar to what they do now. I see. They add two teams. They go okay, four You figure it out for them. We add a team in Sacramento. 
Okay. No, don't do that because then we'd have outdoor baseball games in Sacramento. That would be terrible. Dome. We get a dome in Sacramento. We put it where the tra- that the uh, train yard is. It's perfect. Perfect. We'll get funding and then lose funding and then we'll get it back and then somehow Vivek will buy the team and it'll be it'll be a dumpster fire. But we added team there. We added team in Lottie's the GM. San Antonio or Mexico City or one of those teams where Madden says we could start a new team. So we had the two teams. We do four teams per division. Then we get division winners in. And we basically mirror the teams from the NFL playoffs. Seven teams I don't like per it. side. I say you keep it the same way. Let's get wild, Troy. Let's go. Okay, so you get your three division winners. I say top two from each division gets in. All right. So that's and then six. Six, yeah. Best two records get a bye. Bottom four play a best of three. So you don't have the super long layoff for the top two teams. So best of three between three and six and four and five have them battle it out and then you have your normal you know nlcs and nlds goes three five seven seven if you want to win it all three five seven seven i like it it goes quick in the early rounds yeah instead of the one and done you actually get a three game series so yeah i don't like the one and done not after 162 games that doesn't make any sense no, you just have a horse. Pitch, yeah, horse pitches one game, one error changes the whole season that you basically just played. You could win a hundred games, and it's all on one night. Mm-hmm. All right, it's different, like basketball and all that. But I think that's what they should do. I'll call them. Do you have a guess as to when the MLB season starts? Do you have a date in your head? I'm thinking like May first. Okay, that's not too bad. Because I'm thinking you're gonna June. Think, I'm thinking May 1st just because I think they'll figure it out here in the next two weeks. So mid-March, you're going to give them some spring training time. I think eventually once everything gets going, it'll be May 1st when we'll see our first game. That sounds about right. I, I could see that. Maybe June. It just depends how much they want to fight and how much they want to drag it out. I just don't think that they understand that they're not that popular of a sport to begin with. Right. So now you all the diehards are not thrilled already. We haven't been able to go to games because of COVID past what's better now, but like you just have all these ebbs and flows from your sport. And now you want to sit out and I don't think it's good. I think of all the major sports, I think baseball could be the first one to fold. Ooh, that's a bold call before hockey. I mean, if, Oh, absolutely. I love hockey. I think a lot of people like hockey compared to baseball. It's just a quicker sport. More scoring. I don't know. Baseball is more of a sophisticated, takes a long, long time. It's like going playing around a golf. Yeah, it's even longer now. They do all the pitching changes and all that shenanigans. Don't like it. No complete Get games it out anymore. Of no, you're seeing five, six pitchers a game instead of one or two or three. 
I think they should max at three. Your first guy gets lit up. Sorry. You only have three pitchers today. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Players yeah, saw, wouldn't like that for all those long and middle reliever guys. And the setup saw, guys and the situational <laughs> left-handed left pitchers in the bullpen. Yeah, I saw a stat that Nolan Ryan or one of those guys threw like a 232-pitch complete game, something like that. Cy Young has some crazy stats like that. You'd never see that. Didn't one guy get struck by lightning and then he came back in and finished the game pitching? <laughs> that sounds like that the sounds 20s about right. or 30s. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think they should have to play in lightning. Well, they had guys that like went and fought in World War II and then came back and then more like made the all star team again after they came back. Baseball I don't know the competition, competition level was back then, though. Ted Williams is one of those guys that went to war and came back. He's pretty good. Again, it's so hard to compare eras. eras. Yeah. But I definitely think he'd be able to figure out a shift. Yeah. Please do the shift. <laughs> I will just. I think it you mean was. I can just bunt down the third baseline every time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was Joey Gallo was getting all up. He came out and made a comment. He goes, "It's not fair. I can't hit any doubles or triples anymore when there's six people in the outfield." It's like, yeah, I can't can. remember. Ted Williams hit like four thirty nine or something, and they were doing similar stuff to him. So, yeah. babies these days. If you want to hit a tank, hit a tank. Or bun it down third baseline. All right, Troy. I need to hear about this Disneyland trip. Give me some, uh, I need some food stories. Tell me what you got. I saw some pictures. I didn't see all of them. How many churros did you eat? Let's start with that. Well, let's start at the hotel. So we stayed at our hotel that we always like to stay at. It's across five. So it's like a 10-minute drive. You got to do the parking and the tram and all that. So... Main reason we stayed there was for the breakfast, and the breakfast was the really good. The breakfast was really good, and they have the happy hour every night if you're there from 5 to 6.30. So the first night we got there, we got our free drink and everything. And then we get up uh 6 o'clock, go down for breakfast at 6.30. So we, we were at uh, Rope Drop both mornings over at Disneyland in California, as we'll get to here at the end. There's a bacon shortage though, so there was no what? bacon for the breakfast. Did you like? Did you uh, throw a fit? How did that work? Do you get a refund for your room if there's no bacon yeah. at the buffet? Right. So the eggs were really good. They had these eggs with like peppers and onions in it, so that kind of made up for it. They had loaded tots. They had potatoes, pancakes, and everything. So the loaded tots were really good. They had onions and like chives and cheese all in them. So that made up for the no bacon. They had the omelet bar pop in. I wasn't feeling an omelet either morning that we ate there. But the bacon shortage, I just, we got to get some answers for that. I'm not thrilled about that. So Is that a national a, thing? Do we do we write a letter to our senator? How does that work? I, I'm not sure. I have it. I just don't know where to address it to yet. The letter's already written. So the first day we rope dropped Disneyland, we went into whatever the kid little area is fantasy, like fantasy land. land or whatever. Yeah. We were going to go on Peter Pan and that was broke. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over and we rode Dumbo. Then we went, jumped to Mr. Toad. 
we did a few of those kitty rides and then we got all the big ones out of the way i think the first day at disneyland we just had disneyland the second day was the park hopper but first day we rode i believe 17 rides so we That's did pretty, pretty good. good we knocked out quite a few um did indiana jones my son maddox he's three he loved big thunder he had his hands up the whole time it's That's awesome good thing about big thunder though is you can fit a kid in between two adults oh, okay so it's not so he so went with not, you and sarah then okay yeah so that's kind of cool because it's a little less scary than when you're with just a kid and an adult so sure. he's just sitting between us which was nice space mountain was cool but a lot of things are being like refurbished and like working on them like splash mountain was closed monorail was closed just a lot of stuff like that. And then on the other side in California, the Rapids ride was closed. So it was 86 both days too. So it was a little toasty down there. That's a heck of there. a day to have those two rides be closed. Right. Cause they figured it wasn't going to be hot during this time. So they might as well fix the water ride. So, um, food wise, I had two churros when I was there, one in California and one in Disneyland. Um, trying to think what we had for lunch we went to this place called the bengal tiger or something like that in yeah. over Barbecue. by yeah right across from jungle cruise sure so we got all these skewers i got a pork belly skewer it was Ooh. delicious and then they had these like tiger claws they called them they were just basically like cheese bread sticks does Anthony know of these cheese breadsticks? That sounds like right up his alley. I don't know. They were pretty good. So we ate there. I can't remember to save my life where we ate for lunch, but very good trip. First time on the Cars ride, the Radiator Springs Racers. I'd never been on it before. That's a cool one. So we, so we rope-dropped California, and everyone ran to that ride. And it was broken the first hour and a half of the day. So everyone ran over there. So we ended up on Mater, that one with the tractors that kind of yeah. just slings you around. Though, again, jump back to Disneyland. If you've never been on that Star Wars ride, the new one, I know you have, but the ride itself wasn't like anything to ride home about. But the amount of detail and like the rooms you go in and mm -hmm. everything that you did, especially if you know Star Wars, I don't know anything about Star Wars. But it was, it just was so pretty impressive. exciting for me who knew Star Wars. It was less exciting for everyone else that went with us last time. They're like, who yeah, are I mean, these people? And it's like, it's the people from Star Wars. I know all their names. So what kind? So there's a gal, I guess, in Star Wars. She has some accent. What kind of accent is it? Raya or what? Her That's name's not her Ray. Name. Ray, what kind of accent should she have? Because the lady who is doing it, she was up on this like this like stage or something over by one of the rides, and her accent was awful. But I don't know what she's actually. Which, did she to have like a like. Jamaican accent? What kind of accent was it? It was terrible. <laughs> it was like Tennessee. You be looking at the wrong droids, man. <laughs> was it like that? Yeah, it was like half Tennessee, half like. Australian. It was like so awful. Like she was forcing it so hard, but I don't know what she's supposed to sound like, so I can't really say. I think I she's from Tatooine, so I don't know what um, accent that would be. I'm just letting you know if you go to like Luke Skywalker's from there, but so is like Jabba the Hutt and some of those other people. So I don't really know how to tell you what their accent should be. 
none of it really makes sense to me. So we also went to that other ride they have there, Star Wars uh, Battlestar Galactica or whatever it's called, yeah. where you fly the plane. Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run, yeah. And we went on it twice, and we let Maddox be the pilot twice. So when we nice. got done, the plane was at like 7%. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was the one going left or right. Yeah. And we just crashed into everything. That's awesome, the other, the other people we were with, we went just me, Sarah, and Max. So there's six seats in those planes. And we went with this other young couple, and they didn't want to do anything. So they just let Maddox fly it and then we just hit everything the whole thing was shaking we even went on uh <laughs> that's awesome we went on uh star tours i haven't been on that one in forever so if you've never if you're going to disney anytime soon the lightning pass or genie plus whatever it is genie is plus. so absolutely worth it but those big rides you have to pay additional to go on just three of like, them yeah, but I mean that's forty bucks, twenty bucks for the Star Wars ride, ten bucks if you're on the other one for uh, the new Spider-Man ride, which wasn't worth it. Did you guys go on that one? No, because we didn't want to pay for it. It don't it. The kids were just, like, ex everyone was exhausted on the second day. So as were we, we left pretty early. The first day was like a twelve-hour day. The other one we were at Del Torito by five thirty. There you go. That's the way to do it. Yeah, the Spider Man ride, it was weird. Like you you did this and like you actually shot the webs and hit the spiders. It was cool how it was set up, but I don't know, ten dollars worth. Right. But it's probably not worth two hours of wait either. No, I wouldn't have gone on it if that was my other option. I didn't end up going on <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not my favorite ride, so I sat out on that one. Like the other ones go. I did go on this jellyfish ride though, it went up like 100 feet. So nice, pretty big news. <laughs> yeah, and then we were sitting down, we were eating, and everything's a mo mobile order now for like food and drinks and everything. If you mm -hmm. don't want to wait in line, which is really cool, the Disneyland app is pretty awesome. But we didn't know what anything was called, so we ordered beers, and it ended up on. We were sitting almost cars land and the beers were on the other side of the pier by the ferris wheel so i had to go all the way over there and get them and walk all the way back i had to do that with a corn dog for lucas we ordered it and she's like well it's just it's right over there it's like 15 minute <laughs> walk through a parade and then he yeah, like didn't even eat the corn dog right we drank the beers don't worry about that i saw the cups that was an impressive stack of cups well, we all had different things. We had Japanese mules. We had beers. We had margaritas. There was tridents and horses and a man on fire. I, by the end of it, anything could have happened. We agree with you on it. So. Brick killed a guy. Oh, the Incredible Coaster or whatever. That was a fun one. Yeah, I like that I hadn't one. been on that one in a while. Very smooth. It's a good ride. I think the last time I, last time I went on it was called something else. Uh, screaming, screaming over California. Oh, we went or on. Something. Yeah, we also went on the soaring over California. That's a pretty cool ride. Was it, it California just again, or was it the world? It was the world. Sorry, it's coming back to California in a couple of days because the food and wine thing starts on the fourth tomorrow. Okay, no more uh, orca jumping out of the water at me. 
God. It was, I'm like, well, when did Zach get here? This is ridiculous. I didn't know he was coming <laughs> on this trip. Yeah, pretty fun trip. A uh, ton of people for a Monday and Tuesday in March. Yeah. But I guess every day is like that now. Now that every, what's kind of nice, the mask thing was lifted, so you didn't have to wear it. We didn't wear it once. Even on the tram, they didn't care, which was cool. Yeah, Even though cool. they said that the tram and buses, they would be asked to wear them, but no one was. Sweet. Pretty cool. Sounds like a fun trip. Very fun trip. All right, Trey, Tiring. do you have any grab bags lined up for us tonight? If you could live in any Disneyland ride, what ride would you live in? I could live in any ride. Tom Sawyer Island. That's where I would live. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't pick the Tiki Room. No, that one would be kind of obnoxious with all the singing birds and stuff. I think Tom Sawyer yeah. Island would be pretty quiet at night. I think there's a bunch of cats that live out there, but I think I'd be okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I just throw out questions. I don't even think of I mean, the there's answers. just like buildings, and then like hardly anyone goes out there. I think that would be... If I was going to live there, that'd be a good place for I it. I might live on one of the ships. Oh, okay. On like the riverboat? Yeah, or like or the, the Columbia big... that's just kind of parked there? Or I'd live on like Splash Mountain. Just in with the bears. Are they changing that up? I they heard? are. They're changing it to uh, Princess and the Frog. Nice. Can't I've be never, seen zippity-doo-dah, think... Troy. That's racist. That's true. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Princess and the Frog. Is it any good? It's okay. Maybe I'm just not a big Disney. Beignet. Oh, we had beignets. I forgot to say that. They were delicious. And then the second day we had, it was Asian food. It was like a teriyaki rice bowl, basically. Nice. In California land. Still can't think where we had lunch. Carson's asking us, how did the Kings almost lose what happened? Um, they are bad at defense. And uh, Lonnie Walker is like a legend when he plays against the Kings. He hit three after three coming down the stretch. The game was basically King. over. It was like an eight-point game with like a couple minutes left. And Kings don't know how to make free throws, so they were splitting their free throws. So getting one point, they get three. We get one, they get three. Catch up pretty quick that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kings were up pretty big in the third, and they just kind of gave up a pretty good run. They had some really bad possessions in the third quarter. Throwaway pass, jump pass, jump pass. Barnes had bad. one, just hit him like right in the hands and he just threw it to him. You know who's been really impressive though, the last three games is Trey Lyles. He's been playing really good for the, the Kings. Well, the one game was good, and then he had like a game where he scored like four points. But that's still good for that position. I guess so. <laughs> the Kings need a power forward and a shooting guard, like a starter level player. My issue is the coach. It'll always be the coach until we get a good coach. Because every time in the press conference, oh, I sh- sh- 
there's no way this should happen or this should happen or this should happen. Well, you're the coach. You're the one who decides that. Right. It's like, how many times are you going to say, I need to have Sabonis and Fox, at least one of them on the court at all times. And then you have them off the court. The other team goes on like a 10 0 run. And they don't call timeouts. And I, none of this stuff makes sense. Sure. Do you think we'd have a better record if we kept Luke Walton? Absolutely. Do you? Mm-hmm. He's a better coach than Alvin, Gelt- than Alvin Gentry. He's not. Yeah, a great, I just think I, there's just not enough talent on this team to win these games, and there's too many new players. Yeah, and none of I, them, the players that they traded for or currently can't like they traded for someone that's not great at defense to add to a team of terrible defensive players. Yeah, you're going to have to bring in a coach that can get the most out of the guys on that end of the floor, have some good schemes, or maybe throw in some zones or some different looks that can Fox just shake like things a, up. He's like a bottom two guard in the NBA at on-ball yeah. defense. That's what I'm saying. If you could mix in maybe you know, 30 40% of the time some sort of zone where Fox can just run up top, maybe like a soft 1-3-1 one, one or something weird like that. Where we, the only problem with this, they just do bunch ball and they like do double teams for no reason and then don't actually trap and then someone has a wide open three, over and over and over again. That's the NBA, baby. Hoist it. So yeah, Kings came up with a big win tonight, which we were hoping they would lose because we're on tank mode. We want to get a top pick, but we're gonna get thirty-one percent from three and one. So good for them. God, I think the Spurs are like, oh, yeah, you want some good picks? No, we do. Challenge. None of those teams are good enough to make any noise in the 10-9 matchup, I don't think. The Lakers are currently losing by 20 to the Clippers in the third quarter. I'm, I'm here for it, Trey. I'm very excited about this. So, I read this thing. Let's get your thoughts on this. LeBron is currently a minus 22. Let me get your thoughts on this. That's good, right? Everyone's saying LeBron would have more rings, blah, 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 blah. If what? If KD, you know what I mean? It takes KD and Curry just to beat LeBron. It's what people are basically saying. But my theory is LeBron's the one who started for the most part, all this big three nonsense. If you don't he count did. the Celtics, which yeah, but those I don't are really trades. count. That's different. That's not jumping teams. Yeah. So I think LeBron wouldn't even KG have. grudgingly went there. I don't think. Le... So how many did he win with the Heat? Two. Two. One with the Cavs one and then the one Lakers. with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He could have two. They should have won the one against Dallas. Yeah, that was... They nah. should have lost the one against the Warriors where they were down 3-1 and Draymond, Draymond kicked the guy in the balls and got suspended for game five or whatever that was. Yeah, I heard him have come out and say, too, that, that changed my whole career. I could have been a finals MVP. Instead, I don't have that ring. Mm-hmm. That was that changed the whole momentum. I was about it at that time. I didn't like the Warriors. 
He easily could have lost the one against the Spurs where Ray Allen hits that corner three with no time left on the clock. But I mean, we could do this with any teams. We do it all the time with Tom Brady. Did you hear those little rumors in the mill that people are saying? Where's he going to go? Wherever he wants. He's Tom Brady. Is he still, would he be under some sort of penalty? What team has three really good wide receivers, a really good offensive line, and a top 10 defense that he could go to like the Bucs did? Not the Packers. I don't think there is one. The Packers. Niners. The Packers might be it, but he's not going to play in Lambeau. Niners. There's a reason he played in Florida, Troy. Niners, really good offensive line that runs the ball well. He got Debo Samuel and a really, really good defense. And he grew up a Niner fan, so maybe. Do you think if Tom Brady was on the Niners the last couple of years, they would have won a Super Bowl? Over Garoppolo? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. They would have made some noise at least. And well, you got to assume that they add Gronk to the mix too, or Antonio Brown or somebody. Going Gronk Kittle. Yeah, Gronk Kittle would be a little unfair. <laughs> I'm here for that. What do you think Rodgers is going to do? I think he's going to end up on the Packers because there's going to be nowhere too. for him to go. I've heard a lot of reports where he's like, yeah, I'm probably just going to be on the. I don't know Packers. where he thinks he's going to go. I mean, it'd have to be. Nobody really has. Niners. No one really has enough salary cap for him. I don't even think the Niners do, really do unless he's willing to take a pay cut. Maybe they could trade him to Seattle, but then he's in a worse spot. No, they. I think the GM came out today said we're not trading Russ. Yeah. There's not a there's not really a lot of places where he could go is the thing. Do you That's think why Russ hasn't been traded? That's why Deshaun Watson didn't have anywhere to go. There's no one that has all the cap room for these guys and have something to give back to the team because they're gonna want players to go with it. Do you think Trey Lance is gonna give more to the Niners than what Garoppolo has the last two years? No, I think he'll be a worse passer. But he'll be running, so maybe Maybe they'll find something that he can do above average. Yeah, they'll have to win. They'll run a lot better when there's an actual threat of the option going to the quarterback instead of Garoppolo. Yeah, I think he'll be good enough. That defense is still pretty good, but it's the hard thing about a good defense is it's so hard to keep a good defense together and healthy multiple years in a row. You don't see it very often in the NFL where a defense is dominant for longer than three, four years. Why you don't you draft play. defenses early in fancy football because it's yeah, hard to say year to year. If the Jags were the, like a six-round draft pick in fancy football and they ended up being like a mid-tier defense because you just can't count on it. Yeah. Well, it's just one injury can change an entire defense. Mm-hmm. One little guy, and that's the thing when the your defense Rams is defense good. without Aaron Donald is different. Well, yeah, that's easy to say, but then you add Von Miller and the Steelers defense without TJ Watt was different, it was bad. Now, what do you think about your team? Oh, they're gonna get some sort of random veteran quarterback, and I'm here for it. I think they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Every mock I've seen pretty much has that going on. And I keep getting alerts about quarterback hand sizes and weird stuff about the Steelers. So 
I think well, they'll probably draft one. I think they'll also sign a veteran that'll probably start this year. I've heard that I've heard a couple interviews on the radio that I think they, they think it's gonna be Mason Rudolph that's gonna take it. I got a starter. Not. God, I hope be not. the starter. I don't because I think what they're I don't think I Tom think what they're gonna that. I think what they're gonna do is basically what they're gonna do is punt this season. Tomlin doesn't know how to punt a season try. They'll be eight and eight, eight and one again. Because I I don't think there's good quarterbacks coming out this year from what I've heard, and next year is gonna be a good year for quarterbacks. They could get Trubisky, they could get Jameis Winston, they could get Garoppolo. There's some names. There's some decent. Garoppolo's not like, awful. They need like a Kirk Cousins. That's what they need. They need Kirk Cousins, like a slightly above average quarterback with that good defense. and a. am telling you, Garoppolo, I know everyone around here doesn't like him, but the guy's a winner. I mean, he's take better than. I'll take that. It's better than what Big Ben's been the last two, three years. Ben's been bad since his injury. And that was yeah. like three years ago. And that's the thing again. You put him, Garoppolo, on another good defense with some good weapons. I like Najee Harris. The receivers the Steelers have are good. They just that had a quarterback in, that couldn't What's his throw. name? Faramaki or whatever. Yeah, Pat Fairmont Mike Jones. What is your favorite ride at Disneyland? And then what's your favorite lot ride at California Adventureland, if you had to say? I know we're doing a lot of Disney, but we just jump all over the place if you guys are just following us. Incredicoaster is my favorite ride at California Adventure. And Indiana Jones is my favorite ride at Disneyland. Except at night, Matterhorn's my favorite ride at night. Last like 17 times I've been, the Matterhorn's been closed. It's broken a lot. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I went on the Matterhorn. Um, I really liked. I guess it was different this time. Big Thunder, just with you know the with Maddox and all that. But Space Mountain was really fun. We went on that twice. Um, Indiana Jones was just okay to me. It's a little herky jerky. It's not like what I remember. And I didn't even get to go on Splash Mountain. It's tough. So, so I would say. Credit Coaster and Big Thunder. Those okay. are my choices. Do you have another grab bag lined up? Speaking of us going in a weird order. No. Do you have a grab bag? I do not have a grab bag, Troy. Perfect. Good show. <laughs> That's how 102 ends, baby. 102. All right. So we've got two shows lined up for next week, Monday night and Wednesday night, which is our normal night. We'll be doing um we'll be doing live shows. We'll be broadcasting during the game with our updates and our comments and we will be rooting for a tank, although the Kings are going to do everything in their power to get to the 11 seed as is tradition. Tank gate. Make sure you're following us on social media at Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And TikTok is Spivey Special Podcast, I believe. So go check that out as well. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on Twitch or YouTube. 
or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you could uh, rate the show on iTunes, if that's where Apple Podcasts, if that's where you listen to it, that helps the show out quite a bit. We have merch, streamlabs.com slash special one or something. We can type it into the <laughs> Twitch chat here. I could do uh, get that up there if you have that there. Our hats are in the mail, so we'll be getting them here pretty soon. Streamlabs.com slash Spivey Special Podcast 1 slash merch. We'll the have hats our are hats point. here. The hats look pretty cool. Might have redesigned the uh, logo because it did not work the first time. So we will have those soon. Make sure you check those out. Christmas is coming in about nine months. So if you guys want to get on there and order some Spivey Special Podcast stuff, I would probably do it. We have our match with the tentatively tentatively scheduled for next Sunday. We'll find out for sure. We're getting confirmed this Sunday. We will be posting on our social media if that match is on. We'll be posting different things of us preparing about it. We'll be talking smack both Monday and Wednesday night if that match is on. So get excited. Spivey Special Podcast. Got a lot going on right now, Trey. Love it. We're playing in a charity golf tournament on April 9th. We got March Madness in two weeks from tonight. So, oh, two weeks from tonight. Okay. Two weeks from tonight. That'll be a so, weird week for us. So we'll figure something out. Maybe Loco Zach will come might, on and be the guest, the guest host for us. Yeah, we will be looking for a guest host because I will be in Reno for March Madness in 13 days that wednesday night when we normally do our show i will not be here so zach might be going solo or with a friend so if you want to join zach for the show for old number 104 on twitter (laughs) everyone's doing it all right troy i think that's all we got zach you're fat troy you're fat later (laughs) 